violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and, of course, on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. And feel free to listen to any or all of my shows, and you can get them on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts, along with iTunes. All right, so it has been a crazy and wild week since I've done my last show. Lots of things to go over. Uh, I did find out one thing that I really didn't like to do while I did my last show so early in the morning, watching the TV. Uh, As you know, I watched KTLA Channel 5 early in the morning, and they had that U-Haul last week that was actually in a high, actually slash slow uh, speed chase uh, up in the, uh, well, near the Anaheim area that I'm familiar with and some of the local cities out there. Uh, And it was just too, too bizarre on how that happened. I can't do that because I have to turn around. I have to turn my neck around, just kind of watch the TV. And I felt I wasn't giving enough attention to what was going on here within my own podcast. Uh, Although I understand at the end of my podcast show, the U-Haul was still being followed. And it took probably about another 40, 45 minutes before they actually stopped him. Uh, And I want to say somehow the U-Haul ended up on fire. I might be wrong about that. But I know there was a vehicle that was being chased at one time somewhere here in Southern California ended up being into a fiery crash. Speaking of fiery crashes, um, I am going to do, I did a little bit of research and I'm going to look into that uh, here a little bit more. I do have a story in regards to um, uh, the uh, Teslas and how one driver um, has been ticketed three or four times for putting his vehicle in the auto drive assist and he would get out of the front seat and sit into the back. In the state of California, that is illegal. 
can't say anything about any other state because I'm not familiar with their laws, but I can tell you that the California Highway Patrol has ticketed him. And shortly after he got the ticket, he paid his fine or bail, whatever he did, he went right back out and did it again. So uh, there was a news story in regards to this, and anything, or I should say, anytime anybody sees this guy, and it happens where he's in the back seat and his vehicle's running ahead or driving on the freeways and there's nobody in the driver's seat, they're to call the California Highway Patrol. How bizarre is that? Uh, it just drives me to no end how these things continue to happen over and over and over again. All right, when I think about this, it kind of kind of disturbs me because I do see more and more Teslas on the road. Not saying that everybody puts it in a manual drive mode or drive assist mode and gets behind the wheel or gets gets the vehicle going and sits in the back of the vehicle. Not many people I see do that. So that one would kind of really kind of creep me out. If I seen that, definitely I'd be making a phone call to 911 as quick as possible. So that is something that, that we got going for myself. Uh, that was one of the stories that was kind of crazy over the last week since I did my show. Got a couple other stories in regard to Teslas. I believe that there was 27 different crashes with Teslas that are being investigated. Once the vehicle got into the auto drive or in the manual, or I'm sorry, the auto drive assist type mode, uh, where the vehicle has not and has not been able to recognize either a vehicle or a curve or something and, and crashes ended up within those vehicles and those are definitely being looked at. Coming up, we're going to have the top story from the previous show. All right, coming up in the next few minutes, we're going to have the top story from the previous show. This one here actually kind of surprised me in regards to what I thought would be the top story and actually what ended up being the top story, but we're going to take it on as is anyways. All right, again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBuster.com, the podcast show. All right, when I come back, lots to talk about. Not only that, we also have the top story from the previous show. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. 
Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to the DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, it's DistractedDB, and you want to check out any of my shows that I've done before or what I will be doing in the future, uh, you can go to iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts, type in the keyword DistractedDB. I have found that I'm getting more and more followers in different states, and I really, really do appreciate that. I think on the next show, I will go ahead and indicate some of those states that have been following me. I know New York does, and obviously California does. Uh, I got um, New Jersey, the, the state of New Jersey's got me. I got a couple places overseas. I got Japan following me. I got, um, I think in Canada, actually I had one uh, following me for a short period of time. I haven't had them hit into my podcast in the last couple of months. Hopefully they're doing okay up there in Canada. I appreciate them for whoever is following me there. And hopefully um, we can go ahead and get them back on the docket because it's always good to have people from Canada uh, back up on there. I know I've done a uh, radio show or a podcast show with one of my uh, one of my friends up there. She was involved in a crash. And quite honestly, to tell you the truth, I will give you more information about that in the upcoming weeks. Uh, she had just recently published a book in regards of how to survive a crash. Uh, more so, I think, and I haven't read the book yet, so I'm just speculating here, more so in regards to the after the fact that the crash has happened, you've been in the hospital, now you're out of the hospital, you're trying to recuperate, the psychological factors with that, the financial burdens with that, but I will get more information in regards to that in the next couple of weeks. I'm hoping to have her back on the show talking about her book that she just published, and I can't wait for that to happen. Uh, she's, she's a great gal up there in Canada and I appreciate her, uh, and everything that she's done for what she stands for as far as when it comes to distracted driving, because she was a victim herself and now she's making people more aware of what can happen and what the outcomes and the effects long-term will happen to be. And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. All right, it's now time for the top story from the previous show, and it comes from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. Again, I was kind of surprised on this one. I figured it was going to be something different, but it deals with another 
hit and run. And, you know, when it comes to these hit and runs, you just got to kind of wonder, with all the technology that's out there right now, you have cameras, you got people like with on their cell phones with cameras, you got cameras on their build on the buildings, the surrounding businesses. Somebody's going to capture something somewhere along the way. And again, this story comes from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. And again, I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Rick and Corey, it happened in a fairly busy intersection in East Hollywood, but it was early this morning. But what's especially concerning is watching the video where this driver never stops. The video catching a quick glimpse of the crash, the driver hitting the person standing in the street near a row of cars and keeps going. Everyone is shocked in the neighborhood. This is absolutely a tragedy. Jesse heard the crash and went to see what was happening, but the damage was done, the driver gone, and the man left for dead. First responders arrived quickly, but it was too late. It was slammed into a, the back of a larger vehicle where it blew out the back window and the side, uh, the taillights. It happened at 5.30 Saturday morning across from a laundromat and in front of a church in East Hollywood. It's unclear why the man was in the street near the cars or if simply he was trying to cross the street. Investigators collecting evidence from the scene of Melrose and Edgemont and searching for surveillance video hoping someone has a license plate number or someone who can identify that dark sedan. I hope they find a way to identify him and then reach out to his family and and just maybe find the right find the person who did this. This is absolutely heartless. This should not happen anywhere whatsoever and you definitely stop next time and render help. Accidents happen, but by not stopping to try and save the man's life makes it a crime. Anyone with any information should contact police, whether perhaps you saw that car or you see a car in your neighborhood with extreme front end damage that is new. Give them a call. Live here in Hollywood, Jennifer McGraw, KTLA 5 News. Right. That was the top story from the previous show. All right, that was the top story from the previous show, and I appreciate KTLA allowing me to use the sound, but another hit and run, uh, and I don't really feel that they're accidents when it's a violent crash like that. They are obviously meant to do it. If they didn't mean to do it, they did it. They startled them. They took off. Now it's a felony and something that they have to live with, and they're going to have to live with it for the duration of their life. And again. You know, think about this. You turn your car in to go get fixed and everything like that. A normal good shop, a normal mechanic that will go look at that and go, hey, what the hell happened here? And by law, they're supposed to report stuff like that. And, you know, you're eventually going to get caught anyway. So you might as well have stayed there. And even if you stayed there, it may have not even been your fault. If he went between two cars... And he darted out in front of you or walked right out in front of you without, you know, seeing you or you seeing him, more than likely, it wasn't probably your fault. It could have been something that they said, okay, this is a tragic accident. And you may not have even been charged. But now that you've been charged or now that you've ran, you fled the scene, now it's a felony hit and run. And you can bet your bottom dollar. Yeah. That ship has already sailed. You are now a felony. 
or felon, okay? And you're facing felony charges. That's what you're doing. And again, these things happen all the time, more and more so now because everybody is so in a hurry nowadays to get from point A to point B and get back home or to work, wherever they're going, and they seem to be distracted. They're in a hurry. Somebody walks out of the blind spot, and next thing you know, they panic, they freak out, they look around, and they take off. Now you're facing that felony. And you could have been avoided if you stayed there, rendered assistance, contacted the authorities, and explained your side of the story. It's very simple. That's all you have to do. All right, when we come back, uh, oh yeah, when we come back, this is great. You don't tell me that law enforcement agencies are bad. Cops are not bad. I got proof of that. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Honey, are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, what? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Uh, we'll, we'll... Let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the... Man's supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway? I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready, and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. Uh, oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. No! Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. Uh, babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, this, this isn't happening, is it? Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator 
of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. And, of course, on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. You want to listen to all the shows, any shows that I've done throughout the past seven years, go to iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. All right, so here's the deal. When it comes to law enforcement, law enforcement agencies have been getting a bad rap. This is a story that happened actually on Mother's Day, but I have just come across a sound, so I am going to go ahead and play it now. Law enforcement agencies will go above and beyond many, many times, and this is a true story right here that will show this. And I got this story from Fox News, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. It is National Police Week, and not only do police save lives, they also save holidays. After responding to a minor crash and arresting a flower delivery driver for a DUI on Mother's Day, officers in Fairfield, California, split up, and they delivered the remaining bouquets to some surprised mothers in the area. The department's lieutenant, Josiah Jacobson, joins us now. Good morning, lieutenant. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Tell us what happened. So, me and another partner were actually just trying to go to lunch, kind of funny, but uh, driving up one of our main thoroughfares and stumbled across a very minor fender bender. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, that ended up resulting in the person that was at fault being uh, very intoxicated, ultimately got arrested for the DUI. And then when the officers were doing the inventory for the vehicle, they realized, whoa, there's a whole bunch of bouquets and chocolates in the back of this SUV. <laughs> Talked with the driver, found out, oh, he's a flower delivery driver. And then it was, well, what do we do? And it was very natural. It was cool to see from an administrator or a boss level. The officers took it on their own, no coaxing. You know what? Maybe we should deliver these. And they're asking the question kind of as an inquisitive thing. And then they said, yeah, let's do it. And so they split it up, kind of geographically took it upon themselves. There was a number in our city, a number in the neighboring city right next to us, and then the county unincorporated area. Split it up, figured out what the easiest way was, and divvied them out and got them delivered probably in about an hour, hour and a half. Um, so... Luckily, most of the mothers out there were surprised. They had no clue someone was sending them flowers. Got them there, and then they got a little extra surprise. It probably shocked them a little bit that it was an officer delivering them. That is so cool. What were some of their reactions? Uh, one of them was quite funny. Uh, the officer was trying to get into one of the gated communities, and, and the individual controlling the gate thought it was a prank because they're like, really, an officer delivering flowers? Right. This can't be true. So they worked through it. And, oh, really? It is happening. Got the delivery to, the, to that person, and then a nice uh, older lady tried to pay one of her officers, and he had to explain to her, no, 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 this isn't mine, giving this to you. It's already been paid for by somebody else. We were just trying to facilitate getting them there so we could get them to you. Well, that is just so, I love this story, especially with the climate of our country right now. This is just proof, another example of how good our men and women in blue are. Have you heard some of those reactions from folks in your community? It's been awesome, and we have a really great relationship with our community. We have great support. Um, looking at our, our Facebook pages, I'm talking to you right now, yeah. just thousands of responses. And, and that's that's our relationship with our community, who we are. That shows who these officers really are that's and what right. they really care about. All right, and again, that story came from Fox News, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But you can't say that cops are bad. You can't. When you hear a story like this, it just tugs at your heartstrings. And I'm glad that I'm able to go ahead and play that for you. Now, on the bad side of something that happened, a state representative, and I believe this this came from, I think they're in um, Detroit, if I'm right, uh, from uh, WDIV, Local 4 News. A state representative, well, 
he had a little bit of a tangle with the law enforcement agency after a DUI arrest. A little bit belligerent. Now, there's two parts to this. One is when he was arrested. I'm going to play that and come back and talk about it. And then when he went appeared but didn't really appear in court because he didn't do it. He didn't go into court. They did a Zoom type thing, but he didn't show up for his thing, but they had his lawyer talking about that. Here it is where a, um, again, state representative got in trouble and then he flashed, hey, I'm going to call the governor because he's a state representative. Yeah, that didn't pan out too well, did it? Our other top story at 5 o'clock, the report from state police says state rep Joel Jones threatened to call Governor mm. Whitmer during his DUI arrest on I-96. And that's just one part of a detailed report that's shedding new light into what happened that night. Let's bring in Sean Lay live to take us through what police say happened, Sean. Kimberly, the police version of this, a wild scene out there on I-96. This report is absolutely packed with details. We put it on clickondetroit.com for you. If you want to read the whole thing, troopers say Jones was really resisting, but at the same time, he had a lot to say. Bro, if you tase me, it's going to be bad. MSP troopers say those are the words of state rep Jewel Jones, a Democrat from Inkster, as troopers report Jones appeared to be highly intoxicated on the side of westbound I-96 near Fowlerville. Jones' SUV with the vanity plate elected was in a ditch. Troopers say Jones had plenty to say as he struggled with them, resisting arrest, allegedly saying, it's not going to be good for you, I run your budget. Troopers had no idea who Joel Jones was. They were called as other drivers watched a black Tahoe swerve, sideswipe the wall, roll into a ditch. Its driver appeared to be passed out behind the wheel. Troopers say as Jones continued to struggle with them, Jones allegedly said he was going to call Governor Whitmer. This MSP incident report quotes Jones as saying, if you strike me, it's going to be bad for you. If you hit me, it's going to be very bad for you. I'll call Governor Whitmer right now. Troopers report that Jones had to be taken to the ground. A taser was used twice and then pepper spray used to get him under control. And again, troopers say Jones was going to call the governor, allegedly saying, you're not stronger than me, I'll tell you that much. I don't give a blank, bro. When I call Gretchen, I'll need your ID, badge, numbers, everything. Now, right there on the spot, Jones was taken into custody, could not reach his phone, so he never got to call the governor from the highway there. No response from Jones today. I did speak at length with his attorney, Ali Hamoud. He insists there are a lot more details here and another side to this case, and he's going to provide those details next week. Back to you. We will be following that, Sean. In the meantime, I, I know he's been charged, but not just with driving under the influence, right? Correct. And he's not been convicted of anything, but right. the, here's a long list of charges. Resisting, obstructing a police officer, operating a vehicle with a high blood alcohol content, driving while intoxicated, possession of a weapon while under the influence of alcohol, and reckless driving. Yeah, and we will continue to follow it, as I said. All right, Sean. All right, and again, that story came from uh, WDIV, Local 4 News, and then Detroit. And, you know, Name dropping, you're a political person. You should know better. This is somebody that we want in a leadership ability. This is a person that you guys there in Detroit elected. Uh, let's unelect him. And now here's a part two of the story. 
where he appeared in court, but he really wasn't there, so his representative was there for him. And this, again, came from WDIV, Local 4 News in Detroit. And again, I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. The Livingston County prosecutor says state rep Joelle Jones was driving drunk and resisted arrest during an incident last week along I-96. Today, Jones made his first appearance in court to be arraigned on those charges. Let's get to Priya Mann, who's following this. Uh, Priya is facing a felony count here. Yeah, that's right, and he's facing more than two years in jail, slapped with eight charges. Prosecutors say several drivers called 911 the night Jones was allegedly driving drunk. Prosecutors also say police found a 40 caliber gun in the cup holders of Jones's car. Now tonight, we're learning new information about what led up to this arrest. Your Honor, the defendant's uh, behaviors were reported to be um, so serious that they had escalated to a point that the troopers had to um, tase and pepper spray the defendant. Livingston County prosecutors say state rep Joelle Jones became combative and confrontational with state troopers and a paramedic after allegedly driving drunk and crashing his car. The allegations in this matter include the defendant driving recklessly on I-96 while extremely intoxicated, Your Honor. Prosecutors say Jones's blood alcohol content was more than twice the legal limit, also known as super drunk. It's alleged Jones drove from Southfield to Fowlerville, where he crashed his car in a ditch. Prosecutors say Jones became uncooperative when paramedics tried helping his passenger, who was in need of treatment. That's when police were called. It was further reported the defendant continued to be confrontational, uncooperative, and insistent on referring again to his status of importance by flashing badges rather than producing the identification that law enforcement officers were requesting of Mr. Jones. State Rep. Joel Jones was elected in 2016, representing Inkster and other portions of Wayne County. He's a senior deacon, an active member of the National Guard, and an auxiliary police officer in Inkster. I'm happy to be alive. On Thursday, Jones posted this story on his Instagram account, where he's more than 40,000 followers. We have our good days, we have our better days. As long as we got life, we got a chance. And the 26-year-old was given a $15,000 personal bond, which means he didn't have to post any money tonight. He can't drink and has to abstain from drugs and submit to random drug and alcohol testing. Reporting live tonight, I'm Priya Mann. All right, and again, it came from WDIV, Local 4 News in Detroit. I thank them for the sound. He appeared in court, but not appeared in court. His representative appeared in court for him, and yet combative, uh, flashing his badges. Uh, this is not the kind of person that you want inside the leadership role in the government. Name dropping. Oh, I'm going to call the governor. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Oh, really? I don't think so. Those kinds of things just, they're not good. It just shows that you shouldn't have been in the place that you've been with authority you don't have to flash it. You could have just sat there and said, here's my ID, here's my driver's license. Everything would have been fine. You made it bigger than what it was. Now, maybe, 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 you're going to spend some time in jail. Until next week, remember, don't be a state representative. Don't be like a state representative like this guy was. Until next week, be safe.